My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Hey, good morning and welcome to travel and cruise industry news on this the 30th day of October 2023. Coming to you from Costa Maya, Mexico. Uh, of course, we're on the MSC Meravilla. So, um, first off, before we get to today's show, folks, a, a bit of an apology. You know, I've been doing uh, coffee with the fat guy uh, lives. Facebook lives uh, early in the morning. And I liked the way that was going. So I was going to do that again this morning. So at 630 this morning, I was up in the uh, buffet and I rolled up to the coffee station and I reached up to get a coffee cup down, you know, there in those rack things. And apparently as I reached up to get the coffee, which was kind of to the side Apparently, my fatness hit the joystick on the uh, wheelchair and it jerked forward and jammed my foot into the cabinet. Now, that doesn't sound bad, but I'm sitting there and I look down and I see it's bleeding. The, the big toe area is bleeding. And I said, oh, hell, I got to go take care of that before I get blood everywhere. So I left the coffee, went down, back down to my room, rolled into the shower, and literally was in the shower running the water to clean my shoe out and clean my foot up as best I could. Um, this went on for uh, 20 minutes or so. It seemed like I was about to get it, get it uh, closed uh, up and to quit bleeding. And I tried to get like a bandage out of pretty good size band-aid. Tried to get that uh, and to get down that far with all of my ailments. That's just, that's just not going to work. So I'm going to have to go down to the medical center. So when I was supposed to be doing the live this morning for you guys, I was down in the medical center and they cleaned it up and they put all kinds of, you know, beta done and antiseptic this and antibiotic that and 
and then wrap the damn thing. In the meantime, my toe is about the size of my knee. And it's all wrapped up like I had, you know, broken my neck. And it's just a, you know, and I'm going to, I'll end up losing my big toe nail for sure. Because it's just mangled. It was pretty nasty. So um, I had to cancel my excursion today. I was planning on going to one of the ruins. And not so much to see the ruins because I've been to them before, but I wanted to get out on the chair and film at one of the ruins. I thought that would be, you know, some good content for Will. Well, that's not going to happen. Um, and this was not the fault of the chair. It was totally my carelessness. Because I know when you stop, before you do anything, you turn it off. And I didn't do that. So... Uh, anyway, if you can hear in the background, there's a group of, uh, I believe they are Korean, maybe, uh, some oriental group. There's probably 30 or 40 of them that are probably meeting to go out on an excursion together. So a guy's got a loudspeaker and he's talking. Uh, so anyway, I can't do anything. Um, I can't get a shoe on <laughs> for now. I mean, literally... My big toe is, you know, like that big. Uh, so uh, I'm done. I got to keep it clean. I got to keep it dry. Thankfully, I took a shower this morning. Uh, I've got to go back tomorrow and have the crap changed and all that business. So that's my uh, my news for today. <laughs> I'll be back and do this live tomorrow. <laughs> Unless I have to have my foot amputated or something. All right, so on with the headlines for today. Icon of the Seas is going out on her second sea trials. I, just, uh, I, I was not aware that these ships did two sets of sea trials, unless there was a problem. I didn't hear of any problems on it. The celebrity silhouette rescues a lifeboat. I've got film on that one. Quantum of the Seas sails from Australia. New fee on Carnival. The second petition up in Sitka. Tropical storm Pilar. And a weather update. And lots more here at 11 o'clock this morning. <laughs> and uh, more on my tale of woe, I'm sure. All right. Today, folks, is National Candy Corn Day. Not my favorite. Um, just never. I think with me, it's more uh, of a texture thing than a taste thing. But it's just not. Just never uh, done much for me. But anyway, it's that time of year. So, ouch! I just moved my foot. Um, if you're listening by the podcast, <laughs> sorry about the uh, melodramatic. Crap, starting the show off today. and But you can always access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Just search for Travel and Cruise Industry News, and up pops the fat travel guy. Anytime you're listening to the podcast and want to hop over and see to the video feed, there's always a link in the description 
Uh, so you can do just that if you want to check out pictures or clips or interviews or whatever I'm doing on that day show. So, of course, the podcast is still major numbers for me here. There were two stories this weekend, folks, that I had fault with, so they're not going to be in the news portion uh, today. Uh, one was on the uh, fire on a from a mobility device, which in fact did happen. It was on PO's Iona. The problem with that is it happened like 10 days ago. So what the hell is everybody talking about it now? It, it was a, a battery on a scooter, uh, overheated and malfunctioned. And what they called was an explosion. Yes, it did make a bang and it did spark and it caused a small fire, which was immediately extinguished. Nobody was hurt, not even though he looked like to be 90 year old man that was on the scooter. So it was just a, a, a malfunction. To me, it wasn't much of a story at all. And I mean, I'm glad to know it wasn't a scooter around scooter. That's the here or there. But you know, it's an old story. The other thing, there was all this rumors going around that there'd been a murder on Carnival Sunshine. I checked out all of my sources, both in Charleston and on Carnival, on the Sunshine itself. It's all crap. It didn't happen. So, I just, you know, sometimes these things that come across my desk are just utterly ridiculous. All right. We do have to talk about weather today, unfortunately. Uh, Somebody needs to get a hold of the weather gods and explain to them that we're past the hurricane season now. Let's get uh, on with it and forget it for the year. All right, in the Atlantic, we got two little systems, and of course, I'm going to be sailing toward both of them. The uh, southwestern Atlantic satellite data indicates that a low-pressure system located a couple hundred miles east of the central Bahamas continues to produce an area of gale force winds on its uh, northeast side. However, the associated showers and thunderstorm remain disorganized. The system is moving into an area of strong upper-level winds and dry air, so the chances of it becoming a short-lived tropical uh, storm appear to be decreasing. So you're looking still at a 30% chance of further development over the next uh, 48 hours, 30% chance over the next seven days. This thing's probably going to move into dry air and just die. Now, down on the um, southwestern Caribbean, an area of disturbed weather has formed over the eastern Caribbean Sea. The system is expected to move westward during the next several days. Environmental conditions appear conducive for gradual development. Tropical depression could form late this week while the system reaches the central or southwestern 
Caribbean. You're looking at very little chance of formation in the next uh, 48 hours, but you're looking at 40% chance over the next seven days. So, uh, you know, we've got to take a, we've got to watch this one. It's a possibility. Now, a little more uh, difficulty uh, with storms in the Pacific. It's what we've been watching for about a week now has become a, a tropical storm. And that would be Pilar. And, well, where's, there it is. Uh, Pilar is expected to produce heavy rainfall and flash flooding in portions of Central America for the next few days. Currently, she's located about 255 miles southwest of San Salvador, El Salvador, about 380 miles west of Managua, Nicaragua, currently carrying about 40 miles an hour winds. She's moving to the east-northeast at 3 miles an hour. Pressure's at 1,003. Pilar could be near the coast of El Salvador. <coughs> Tomorrow through early Wednesday, uh, the core of the system is expected to remain offshore. However, she could be near hurricane strength by the time she reaches near the coast uh, tomorrow evening. Then weakening is expected to happen uh, Wednesday. But clearly, folks, we got to watch this one. It could cause some heavy rain, some flooding, mudslides, all the usual things along the coast there uh, of El Salvador and Nicaragua. So please, folks, be mindful of that. All right, I'll be back with a couple more news stories after a quick break from one of our network sponsors. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure, I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. All right, the top story today, folks, is uh, Icon of the Seas. And, you know, Meyer Turkey's uh, the shipyard in charge of constructing the largest cruise ship in history, revealed that Icon of the Seas will be setting sail on its second set of sea trials this weekend, likely casting off from the dock Saturday evening. I don't know if that happened or not. I uh, would imagine since... I haven't heard anything. It did. Uh, when it shipped the parts for sea trials, it's an important moment in the construction phase. 
Seek trials are paramount in evaluating uh, various integral systems that cannot be inspected while the ship remains at the dock. The primary objection is to ensure every feature operates as intended before the official handover. I was not aware, folks, that they did two sea trials. For some reason, I thought they just did one set of sea trials, and that was it, as long as she was fine. She went back and you know, got all the you know, little painting done and the room set up. And the bed's made, or whatever they do. So, but two sets of sea troughs. Doesn't say why. Doesn't say there was anything wrong. And I could be totally wrong. That would not be unusual. All right, we had a big rescue. That's a lifeboat coming up near Celebrity Silhouette. And here's a report filed with us, or at least some film filed with us. Now, they did get alongside this sucker, and they took it in. But nobody was in it. So either they went overboard or somebody rescued them and nobody said anything about it. So that's what happened in the Celebrity Silhouette. Celebrity Silhouette, by the way, is on a transatlantic crossing now. Had all kinds of weather issues to sell from Southampton. And things got delayed for a couple days. Finally, she got underway, and then they had some more weather issues in the Azores and couldn't land in the Azores, and now they're heading for Bermuda, and they run into a life raft with uh, nobody. All right, so um, I did hear from uh, Elizabeth, and... This is uh, in relation kind of to the weather. This is Javier, who is our man on the ground in Acapulco, friend of Elizabeth. And he sent some pictures of the damage from the hurricane. They have gotten the roads open, sort of. There's still one major entry to the city that's still blocked, basically destroyed. Uh, 80% of the hotels in Acapulco sustained major damage. So, all right. Quantum of the Seas. Of course, I was on Quantum of the Seas last year. She's down under. Joining in on the biggest season Royal Caribbean International has ever had in Australia, Quantum of the Seas has arrived back in Brisbane for a summer of sailings to top Australian and South Pacific ports. 
sailing her first Australian cruise this weekend. Quantum joins Brilliance of the Seas, who's been sailing from Sydney. Ovation of the Seas arrives in Sydney on November 10th to make the big three, sailing from Australia. All right, now this is going to upset some people like uh, Cindy and uh, Jason up here in Pittsburgh. Carnival. All right, this is uh, La Cucina de Capitano. It has been forever, has been a free dinner on Carnival ships. Now, on the Mardi Gras and the <clears throat> Let's see, Mardi Gras, uh, the XL class. Okay. They're doing the same thing they did with uh, El Shebang or La Shebang or whatever that one's called. Uh, you go once and it's free. <clears throat> if you go a second time during the cruise, they're going to charge you $8 <clears throat> for the same thing you had free a couple nights before. Does that make anybody think about nickel and diamond yet? That's me. All right. <clears throat> Sitka. Alaska. Oh, yeah, it was the carnival celebration. They also did this. The picturesque town of Sitka, Alaska, known for its scenic views and rich cultural heritage. Is currently at the center of debate surrounding the growing number of cruise ships and cruise ship guests that visit the town each summer. For the second time, Sitkin Larry Edwards is seeking to place the issue of visitor limits before the local electorate. The first time uh, around in September of this year, the petition was denied as it was said to be confusing, misleading, and incomplete. However, Edwards hopes to have better chance with making several amendments in for October's meeting. So we'll have to see if that actually goes before the vote. And it's going to be much like uh, happened in, you know, up in Maine, uh, on uh, some type of a limit to the number of cruise ships that come into these small towns. Um, I can understand it, folks. I'm not, I, I really can't take a side in it, but I can understand while some of these small towns, like Sitka in particular, which I'm familiar with, there's nothing to do there. Um, they don't have the infrastructure for a big, a lot of cruise visitors. So that's the first problem. So you get all these people dumped in and nothing for them to do. Well, that just breeds problems. So I don't necessarily disagree with what you do. I hope they come up with a sensible plan that's good for everybody, the cruise lines, the cruise ships, and the people of Sitka and the vendors that are there. So that's just my thought. All right, yesterday, and I haven't looked in the chat room to see who's here today, but, um, you know, I went to a no-name bar yesterday. That part of the trip was successful, but I did want to share. This is for Hot Air Tom, in case he didn't look at my 
video that I posted last night about the saga of the no-name bar. Of course, he's been giving me hell about my scooter wreck that was at the no-name bar. All right, this is the scene of the infamous roll the scooter over. I was backing out from over there and tried to make this little jig in the turn, and that's where I went over and flipped the scooter over on my head in the sand. That, unfortunately, is a true story at No Name Bar in Cozumel. All right. Get that out of the way. Did have a lovely time there. Had a beautiful pina colada. Alma, who wasn't there when I first got there, I texted her to say, oh, sorry, I missed her. She said, I'm on my way. Have five minutes she was there. So, but that was nice. I, I, I was very comfortable rolling around on the Will C2 power chair. Very comfortable. Uh, it goes over things. I mean, you still have to pay a lot of attention to what you're doing when you're in a place like Mexico because sidewalks are not always smooth. There are sometimes cracks and holes in the sidewalk. Sometimes there are drainage, almost like drainage dishes across the sidewalk. Uh, the Wilshire, too, goes right over them, though. It really does. The alley that I had to go through to get to No Name Bar. In case you didn't watch the video, folks, No Name Bar, which is a crew bar primarily. Uh, Elizabeth hangs out there a lot when she's at home. She's taken me in there. I've talked about them on the air a bunch of times. They threw me a big party the first time I was there, which was really nice. Uh, so I've been several times since. This is the first time I've been at Punta Langosta Pier, which I didn't realize was so close. Uh, so the end result was it probably would have taken, if I knew what I was doing, taken me five minutes to get there. But I still got to roll around quite a bit. So uh, anyway, so I got there. But the, to get to the bar, normally you have to go through a hotel and there's steps. You have to go up to get into the hotel and steps you have to come down. There's no ramps in that hotel. But there is a alley that goes through that's a couple of businesses down. And I was wasn't sure the chair, which is a couple inches wider than the scooters, would fit through there. But I thought, well, we're gonna give it a try. Now, to get into the alley, you gotta go up a a pretty good ramp like so but it's only maybe three feet but i mean that's a pretty good chunk up but it, it's not long enough to bog the chair down or anything so i got across that okay i got through what i thought was the the worst part of the of the thinness of the uh, alley and then got almost to the end and thought i was going to be stuck again but i had to back up a little bit and just adjust about an inch over to the right and I got through okay. And then there's another one of those little ramps back out of it into no name. So did all that fine. 
and had no problems with the chair there. Uh, had a nice time. And then going back out, I mean, it's still that the, the ramp back to the street, uh, just because of the severeness of the slope and you're, you know, you're in a wheelchair, which, you know, your weight's going forward. It's a little unnerving, but it did it fine. And uh, I had no problems at all through to the rest of, of Cozumel. And I covered a pretty good about a bit of ground rolling around Cozumel until I got heading in the right direction to, to Nanang. So it was a good time. All right, let's go see who's in the chat room. Who's fussing at me today? Uh, uh, let's see. Mike's with us. Fortunately, remember, our clock changes are a week apart. Yeah, that's right. You guys changed this past weekend. We change on the 5th. So uh, that'll get us back to the normal change, I think. I don't know. I can't keep it straight either. Nikki's with us. Hi, Nikki. Nikki's back at home, I think. How did things go, Nick? I used a couple pictures that I, when you posted them. Fascinated about your two sons, by the way, and their contest that you're going to. Uh, Kenneth's with us. Steve's here. Hi, Steve. I'm Kentucky. Robert's with us. Hey, Robert. There's Sonny down in Mississippi. Hi, Sonny. The Elijah Craig will make you forget the pain. Yeah, I suppose. I, I tell you what, the worst part of this, folks, that cu cup of coffee this morning that I didn't get to drink cost me $185. That's what I had to pay to go to the damn medical center, get my toe cleaned up <laughs> and wrapped. I don't know if they're going to charge me $185 tomorrow when I go back to change the dressing. I don't know. So, I mean, I've been on a budget on this cruise anyway. So I'm limiting the Elijah Craig that I drink to start with because I'm paying for it. It's a... Uh, yeah, and now that's that's really gonna stretch the budget. So Nikki says, "Sorry about your accident." Yeah, well, I, I really can't call it an accident. It was my stupidity. Good lord! And I know, you know, one of the first things you learn about a chair, you stop, you turn it off before you do anything. I mean, you don't leave the damn thing powered and try to stand up and get off it or any of those things, because it'll move on you. I know better than that. I mean, every time I take the thing into a bathroom or something, yeah, you have to do the same thing. So pull it up to a table to eat. You get in, you turn it off, or you're liable to bump into the thing and you know, knock the table over. Uh, it is hurting. I'll have to admit, I'm I'm definitely not that upset that I'm going to be laid up this afternoon. I'm probably going to go upstairs and prop the damn foot up uh, for the day. I could probably get by with wearing one shoe because the way this thing's wrapped, nobody's going to object to me, you know, being barefooted on the one foot. I still like if I go to dinner tonight or something. 
Katie's with us, popping in for a few minutes between schools. Okay, Katie. Always good to have you. Joanne's with us. There's hot air, Tom. You can submit to your insurance. Yeah, they, they will. They're sending me the invoice. Uh, you know, it goes on your account. Uh, and yeah, I submitted to Allianz. I've never done that before. I've never had an insurance claim. So we'll see how that works. Nikki says, made it back yesterday. Great fun watching the waves and seeing the kids having a good time. We won two trivia contests. Oh, that's awesome. I won a trivia contest once. No, I won a trivia contest. I won a beauty pageant. That's what it was. It was a women's beauty pageant. That's a whole nother story that I won. <laughs> yeah. In a, in a negligee. Yeah. I did that once upon a time. All right, guys. That's going to wrap me up for today. Again, sorry that I won't be sharing with you on one of the ruins tomorrow, as I hope to. So we'll just have to see. I have a couple of days now till we we get to Nassau. I mean, hopefully I'll be able to get a shoe on by then. And, you know, because I do want to go into Nassau and see the new pier. So. All right, guys. Hell of a day today has been already. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> well, I needed um, treatment for some kind of bug bites, but they never charged me since I'm a nurse. Wow. Well, they're charging me. I can't blame them. I needed help. You know, I'm not, I'm not upset about it other than I would be spending $185 for anything. It's, uh, but that's the, my tightness. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up for today. I'll be back same time, same channel tomorrow. As always, stay safe, stay healthy, think about cruising, and hopefully one day soon we'll all get together on the high seas. Have a fabulous day, everybody. See you at 11 o'clock tomorrow morning. Have a great day. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner, hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad.
Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be.